Today in Journey to the Stone, I'm going to talk about one of the most colorful gems in the whole colored gemstone world. This is a gem that has a lot of differentiations to it, found in a lot of locations. It's actually quite remarkable because it not only has normal type gems, they also have gems with superpowers. And I'm going to get into the world of tourmaline. So let's try and break this down so everybody can understand how this basically works. The king of tourmaline is the indicolite. It is one of the rarest varieties of tourmaline, period. It always has been. It's found in a lot of locations throughout the world, a very small quantity in Brazil. Some are found in the Puncher Valley of Afghanistan. You get some that come out of Nigeria, but it's very uncommon. The predominant amount of tourmalines are not blue, making it the king of all tourmalines. Now, you always have to take in consideration there is a Superman and a Wonder Woman in the world of tourmaline. Superman being Pariba. Pariba tourmaline is basically tourmaline with the presence of copper and manganese. This is its superpowers, the ability to disperse light with that metallic element in the crystal structure makes it superhuman. So let's not get into the Paribas of the world. The Wonder Woman of tourmaline is titanium bearing tourmaline once again a metallic element within the crystal structure that is found within that there is less than 200 titanium tourmalines on record globally only one discovery ever in a pegmatite host rock deposit next to the juang diamond mine in botswana there was less than 200 stones ever discovered they range in colors pinks blues a couple of yellows i mean if you look at indicolite titanium blue there's less than five in the world i think pinks less than 20 in the world they're very very rare i discovered this deposit it was one of the biggest things i'd ever done was to bring titanium tourmaline into the world because this is the tourmaline that rivals pariba but let's not get sidetracked with the superheroes right so the superheroes are the pariba and the titanium tourmaline so let's put those aside and talk about the tourmaline that are found in different locales across the world. So you got your indicolites, you get some out of Brazil, predominantly the Matuca deposit. You also find them in Santa Rosa, but for one, only one in 10,000 tourmalines that are found in the Matuca or Santa Rosa deposit are blue. The, they're predominantly green. They don't have the blue that you need to identify it as indicolite tourmaline to, to raise it to that king status. The queen of tourmaline is the rubellite. Rubellite is discovered in certain countries in the world, but it's all about the color and the clarity. The famous and notable mines of the world that produce rubellite are the Cruzeiro mine in Brazil. That was predominantly one of the most important discoveries of rubellite in history. That material is mind-blowing. You get a nice pink-red color. It pops. It's electric. You get some good clarity out of it because rubellite is usually not clean. Unlike other tourmalines, it tends to have more inclusions within the crystal structure, but the color is what counts. Then you have the Shimoyo deposit, which was very 
very short-lived coming out of Mozambique. This deposit was one of the cleaner varieties of rubellite that was discovered. I discovered that deposit around 15, 16 years ago. It is not something that we see any more of, and it's very, very, you know, it, it's basically very, very rare to see it in the market, period. You've got rubellites that come out of Madagascar, but to be honest with you, they're more purplish red. So they're not as attractive as the material that comes out of Cruzeiro, but the king of them all. And I'll tell you a little bit of background. You know, I was hunting tourmaline in Nigeria. I was the guy who actually discovered, you know, I discovered tourmaline in the state of Oyo in Nigeria. There we were in the middle of there, and, and they basically brought out these crystals. And we'd never seen crystals of this size before, and it was really, really remarkable. The Oyo discovery of tourmaline was amazing with the range of colors. You got bicolors in there. You got greens. You got all different types of saturations, right? Didn't have a lot of rubellite in the Oyo region until about a year later where we discovered the most important color to ever come out period nigerian rubellite will blow your head off it is electric if you can get this material clean it is as rare as pariba but it is so difficult to get clean but the saturation of red is popping it is in a world of its own it is alive it is electric and it is special nigerian tourmaline for me is the most important ruba i mean nigerian rubellite for me is the most important rubellite out there followed second by you know the Mozambique material or the Cruzeiro material, and then everything else tends to have more of a secondary of purple, or when you put it under a yellow lamp, it turns a little bit of brownish, right, which diminishes the value of that particular type of material. So you got the king, which is the indicolite. You got the queen, which is the rubellite. Those are the two rarest tourmalines in the world. So that's the royalty besides, of course, the superheroes. Now... Let's talk about the long lost cousin. Deep in the Orongo region of Namibia, there is random sporadic discoveries of yellow tourmaline. This material sells for huge money. I mean, we're talking five, ten thousand a carat, but it is canary yellow. Extremely rare to find tourmaline in yellow, but this material is really electric. Very, very few in the world. So please note, there's not a lot of availability out there, but it is a rare, rare color to find coming out of you know this particular locale. There is a tremendous amount of green tourmaline that comes from all different locales we get it out of we get it out of nigeria we get it out of tanzania we get it out of you know mozambique we get it also out of namibia we also get it out of brazil we get it out of a lot of different locales green the key with green you know tourmalines is is the color open if it's too dark stay clear of it you know if you get the open vibrant colors that 
is what everybody's looking for. Green, the most common of all the tourmalines out there. Don't get me wrong. You still got some amazing greens that come out of Brazil that will set you back over four digits a carat. And you've got, you know, a lot of different tourmalines that come out of Afghanistan that will actually shock you how, how the luster travels through the crystallization of the stone. And when that stone is cut perfectly it pops like you've never seen before so you do get some green tourmalines that are electric and vibrant that also come out you also get this salad like mixed color if you ever go to for example some of the jaipur markets where they buy a lot of the lower grade tourmalines of the world what they do is they sell what's called a mixed salad which is a little bit of green a little bit of pinks a little bit of yellows a little bit of this and that but they're all included grades but they're an array of all the different colors sort of like a fancy mix a fancy color mix of tourmalines but if you specialize in looking for the fine grades and look the reason why i touch on these points of different markets is because i sell a lot of rough to these markets i sell hundreds and hundreds of kilos of tourmaline to gemstone cutters all over the world it is a very very popular gemstone and it is it is bought at every different grade whether included grade whether perfectly clean there is a demand for it some of the best quality tourmalines in the world i sell to eder oberstein in germany they are one of the biggest cutters of the finest quality tourmalines the lower grades go off to india you know some of the medium grades the best quality rubellite ends up being sold in thailand i sell a lot of rubellite rough in thailand and then it's cut and sold off to the chinese market the chinese are crazy about rubellite as well as the bicolors all the nigerian bicolors and bicolors i'm talking about you know a nice green with a you know like an orangey pink or something like that on the other half that's extremely rare bicolor is one of the rarest geological phenomenons in the world of tourmaline you know people like it some people don't like it but in rarity factor it is extremely uncommon to find bicolor is extremely rare especially if the split is centralized if you can get a 60 40 split or a 50 50 split you're talking big money especially in china they love it they pay big dollars for it and they have raised the price of that material over the last decade from 400 500 600 a carat up to two three thousand a carat in many cases you know and if you want like really rare color by colors you'll get them in brazil where you'll see like nice matuka blues like an indigo light on one side and a pink tourmaline on the other side the problem with the brazilian material full transparency it's hard to find in these fine colors very clean you can get them in some of the darker colors clean but very rarely do you find the very fine colors unless you're getting like indicolite on one side green on the other side there is a little bit more of that but once again all bi colors are extremely extremely rare you know i'll cover the other rarities like the chatoyancy that comes out of the tourmaline cat's 
exercise in another episode of Journey to the Stone where I'll cover asterism, chatoyancies, different varieties of stars and cat's eyes that come in crystal barrels, rubies, sapphires, because they're a whole different species. They're formed and created in a different route. So I'll get into that later. But right now, when you're looking for tourmalines, what you're looking for in my world is open. I want open color. I want perfectly clean. If you can get clean, it's the money because clean is actually extremely rare. It is not something that is common. If you get open and clean, it is, you know, it's only increasing in value. I mean, look, collectors love this gem because you can get size. Tourmalines, you can get size, right? So even the titanium discovery that came out of Botswana, a lot of the stones were 5 carat, 10 carat, 15, 20 carat, which made them extremely collectible. So even though there's less than 200 stones in the world, the rough material was big. It, the crystals were significant. And that's amazing because you can get a 20 carat pink tourmaline that'll blow your head off and the color is amazing you'll pay a little bit for it you're not going to pay ruby prices by any means you're not going to pay you know anything like that but you are going to pay a little bit but they are rare and if you can get them they are definitely worth holding on to because the supply in the world market is diminishing in this fine quality tourmalines and i'll tell you why okay they've had discoveries in the congo they've had discoveries in nigeria we've had discoveries in tanzania we've had discoveries in Brazil, but something about this tourmaline, we're seeing less and less of it in the rough supply. So they're basically tapping it out. They're basically tapping out on tourmaline. Let me explain to you how tourmaline forms and how these gems actually grow in the ground. Okay. So usually they're found at around 30, 40 meter, you know, 30, 40 meters depth. They can go from 10 meters also, but you can also go all the way down to 50 meters. But basically how they're actually formed is you have to, you have to actually dig a shaft to get to them, right? So how they're actually formed is through volcanic events. So this process what happens is magma comes up from the earth's mantle and then basically comes into the earth's crust now this hot magma in the earth's crust gets trapped within the earth's crust so there's crevices you know imagine a tree with roots going let's say the tree is where the earth's mantle and the center of the world is imagine the bottom of a tree with those roots that's how the earth crust actually is there's a lot of crevices in there etc so when magma comes up it fills all those crevices now what happens is is when magma starts to cool down it creates pegmatite host rock now when it cools down and that magma gets trapped within an area it creates steam and if the presence of boron different trace elements that create tourmaline are present within the soil then tourmaline is created now you need different elements to create different things for example pariba you need copper and manganese the titanium tourmaline that there's less than 200 in the world there was titanium physically present within the earth's crust when that magma cooled down and that's why those tourmalines got their superpowers you know the wonder woman capability and that is what is really really unique about it but it's formed in rare occurrences through volcanic events you also get tourmaline out of california to be frank the quality is not the best we have see, it, it's it's highly included it, it does have you know the u.s you know branding capability if you like american gemstones but 
the quality isn't in line with its Brazilian counterparts. And it really all depends, depended on how this, you know, this magma came up, how long it stayed there, how long it took to cool down the trace elements, what was present, how, you know, what happened in the ground 500 million years ago when these gems were created. And ultimately it's mother nature's decision how much and how beautiful she wants to make these stones. They are rare. They are collectible. I love tourmaline because you've got the superheroes. I compare them with humans, tourmalines, right? You got superheroes, you know, you've also got stones that don't have a lot of pop to them, right? And then you've got stones that just go bling, 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 just like some humans. They just go bling, baby. They just go bling, 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 right? Exciting stuff. If you like big gems, big color, Cap Florence, only deals with perfectly clean tourmaline. So if you ever see any of the tourmalines in the Cap Florence collection or anything like that, she is so picky. And she also puts the most difficult cut on tourmalines. Have you ever seen the cutting that she does with her engineers on the tourmalines? She'll take a 50 carat and cut it to a 26 carat, 25 carat, lose 50% of the weight, put it into a diamond cut. Nobody's crazy enough to lose that kind of weight but she brings out the beauty. She brings out the pop. She brings out the sparkle. And that is what Cat Florence likes to do. It's hard on me because I give her the 50 carat and it comes back from, I call it the Cat Florence Spa. It's sort of like reducing the weight. You know, if you want to lose weight, you go to the Cat Florence Spa. You come in, you come out with a sharp booty. That's what happens at the Cat Florence Spa. And that's what happens to tourmalines, tanzanites, and a lot of gems that go to the Cat Florence Spa. She even does it with 10 karat blue sapphires sometimes. She sends them to the Cat Florence Spa. They come back as five karat, five and a half carats. But oh my goodness, is that booty? sharp and that dispersion and fire will rival a diamond and that is what you'll see in the cap florence collection of course i cherry pick out and look it's quite interesting because i sell hundreds and hundreds of kilos of tourmaline and the guys who buy from me know that i cherry pick out the rare top gem quality perfectly clean rubellite because nobody in the world has a top gem quality perfectly clean rubellite so you you can go through a million rubellites and never see one because rubellite is never clean. It's a type two, type three gemstone like emerald. It's not clean. Like emeralds aren't clean. You're not going to find a loop clean rubellite. I collect loop clean rubellites. I collect titanium tourmalines. I collect yellow tourmalines. Because when I see yellow, I get excited. Because there's not a lot of yellow in the world. And that is a reason to get excited. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed the education on tourmalines and uh i hope i was pretty clear on trying to explain them once again thank you for listening to this episode and love love educating all you guys love your questions love helping out where i can you know and sharing my life experiences with you and everything like that a lot of a lot of crazy stuff has happened around the world of tourmaline especially in the discovery of nigeria i remember being there in the mid 90s oh my goodness it was crazy times there was like the rebels against the government the government against the rebels. i didn't know what the heck was going on we were going through oh yeah what happened in nigeria stays in nigeria crazy times hope you enjoyed the show love to everyone